On this episode of The Dueling Advocates, we will be discussing the state of modern cinema. Joining me today is my illustrious co-host, Rob, and I am your other co-host, Alfred. I'm pretty satisfied with the current state of modern cinema. You've got to be crazy. I mean, if you've been paying attention to the entire last year, entire 2019, there's been nothing but outrage on how they've been destroying established characters in the universe. I mean, Star Wars is your perfect example. Just look on Luke in the initial trilogy. He was a hero. We thought of him as a hero. And then in this current trilogy, they just decided that they were going to write him out for a new character. And instead of just making him go off in the wind, died at old age, made some mistake or whatever, they decided to invalidate every single thing he did just because they wanted to reuse the bad guy. Why do that? That's fine. But they didn't invalidate everything that he did. He's the hero. He still is the hero. All of his actions, whether part of somebody else's plot or not, were still honorable actions that he thought were for the, the, the benefit of good. He wasn't trying to do evil just because it happened to be overwhelmingly controlled by someone else who had that intention doesn't mean that he felt that way. No, you know what? He was absolutely our hero. He wasn't he doesn't continue to be the hero. No, he didn't do it. He didn't do anything. He didn't stop the bad guy. He didn't actually stop anything. He was just a, a puppet used for the bad guy's endgame. That is why do that? Why but not leave him as a How hero? was he able to be used as a puppet? Because this so-called bad guy knew that he is a so-called good guy and would follow a certain path and, and his actions would be determined by his morals and ethics. And as a result, they took the hero and just made him a puppet that was used. So destroyed his character as far as the audience and fans are concerned. No, because everybody still looks at Luke as if he's a hero. Absolutely not. Luke was just a puppet at the end of it. Who's looking at Luke as a hero right now? No, he just faded out in the wind completely weak and useless. No, just because his actions didn't yield complete and total victory over the, the bad guys doesn't mean that he's not a good person and he didn't put himself out there and try to fight battles and, and risk his life and everything like that. From his perspective, he was doing good. And he fought, risked his life, tried to save friends and family, and... That's that's a hero. He wasn't out there for self-glory uh, or benefit or anything like that. He was working for others. In the end, his total contribution to the universe amounted to... I mean, I want to say... I, I don't want to go all the way to say nothing, but nothing. You know? How does it amount to nothing? There. Even with a new character that they're replacing him with... They are inspired by, by his work. Matter of fact, it's actually, if we think about the new enemy that we had, Kylo Ren, that was brought about as a result of him fearing him. So Luke, being a weak little coward in the end, being afraid that Ben Solo was going to become a bad guy, goes and tries to attack him in his sleep like a coward, further destroying this character. How is that destroying the character? You said he's supposed to be a hero, and he was acting as, as a hero would in order to prevent further destruction and, and a greater evil. So are we saying that the character attacking 
you're saying that the character attacking someone that he was supposed to be training because he was afraid he was going to become evil is what a hero would do? No, they took his character, made him a coward, killed him off. That's it. I mean, there's no, there's no, no question about it. No, he was just making a big decision. That's what heroes do. They, they sacrifice things that maybe normal people wouldn't for the greater good. So just so we're, just so we're clear, you're wrong and we can just move right along to the next topic, right? I mean, we should just, we, we should just, at least there. one of those things you're correct about. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good try. No, absolutely. Heroes do not attack someone they're supposed to be training out of fear that they're going to become evil and then turn them evil because they attacked them. Hey man, somebody's got to make the big decisions and it's, it's not going to be your standard evildoer. They're, see, they're concerned with the here and now and their, their own self-benefit. Well, see that it turned out to be the wrong decision and he drove him to evil. I'm going to argue that they destroyed his character. That's not what a hero would do. And we can move over to the simplification of new characters, which is completely another reason why I cannot stand modern cinema, right? Like nowadays, every character is a Mary Sue. And we're sitting in the Star Wars land right now. So absolutely. Remember back in the days when you'd go to movies and you'd have a character that actually developed over time and they had challenges and things were hard. Now, when you're watching a movie, you, haven't you realized that almost every movie you've watched in the last year, everything just works out for a reason. They're trapped in a room. The key is to the right. They're, beat, they're getting defeated by a villain. Just so happens they find the object they need right there. They've, and maybe it's a state of society where no. we just want things handed to us. No, let, let me see. By any chance, do you have children? Absolutely. I think you've been watching too many movies with your children, and that's why you're, you're finding movies where everything is, is easily found with a key right to the right of you or, or a, 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 a code to the left. That's not how it works in adult movies. Well, tell me about the modern cinema and an adult movie where sure. there's so many hardships. Oh, perfect. They, they just recently had a great example, The Joker. Okay. That... I is a development storyline. I mean, is it really though? Yes, all character development. Everything. You, you, you're taken from the beginning to the end. Oh, absolutely you're taken from the beginning to the end, but it's overly simplified. I mean, seriously, it had to be just one bad day after another bad day mm -hmm. after another bad day, and he reacts like a textbook sociopath now, or let me psychopath. Ask you. How much simplification are you hoping that they don't do in 90 minutes worth of video time? Hey, you know what? Make it a trilogy if you have a problem. If you're gonna, if it's going to, you said it's a character study, right? Where they're gonna develop the character. Yeah, if they that's did. the point of the movie, then spend enough time to develop the character correctly. They spent but, 90 minutes. Hey, oh, the Joker? So let's jump into the Joker. You start. You're a clown, literally, and you've got mental issues, implied, whatever. You're a bad comedian, but you're sticking it out, and it just so happens everybody laughs at you. Then you go to a part-time job, just so happens they steal your sign. When you go after it, they attack you. And then after that, you have someone that just so happens to have your happens to be your hero that just so happens to have found your video that just so happens to play it on the screen and make a clown out of you oh 
Really, that's that that's what really happens. No, that's simplified. It's simplified. Yes. There's a certain level of simplification that needs to be done in order to have a movie. You only have 90 minutes, but his his progress from a regular citizen to the Joker was expertly delivered throughout the film. The fact that they had 90 minutes. Now, out of curiosity, who determined the 90-minute mark? Human, human nature. Because then we why, have that level of a, an attention span. Then why, if we go right back to Star Wars, did they make a trilogy? Because you don't need 90 minutes. Nobody made the 90-minute marks. There are 100 Batman movies. They could have made a trilogy for the Joker. They usually do Batman in a trilogy. And who says there won't be a trilogy? I'm sure there's more to unfold. They've already made him fall from normal to crazy by the end of the movie. That's already done. And yes, did it in that's, just, that's just simple. That's just his, his backstory. Now comes all the fun and all the things that he's going to do as Joker. No, now comes another Batman. That's, no. all, that's, that's all it comes right now. You already saw it. No, because the, the Joker always had an illustrious career prior to the Batman coming in and foiling all his plans. At the end of the movie, he killed the parents and made the Batman. So pretty much, next comes the Batman. And so there is no extra. They've already done the, the full descent in 90 minutes. They could have absolutely made a trilogy out of this and had that descent happen so much better. I don't know why you're defending the state of modern cinema so much. It is in the gutter with the overuse of classic tales. I don't think that at all. I think modern cinema is in a good place and classic tales are, we call them classic for a reason and they should absolutely be reused. I love watching a uh, classic tale reimagined for this generation. No, no, no more reimagining. They can use a classic tale and put a new chapter in the storyline, but to re remake the entire thing and destroy the original storyline is ridiculous. For example, Ghostbusters, an amazing uh, series of, of movies. That franchise is is just the epitome of, of cinema. And then they came out with Ghostbusters 2016 and they just took all of the old Ghostbuster material and packed it up into a nice little ball and then threw it in the garbage. I think you're looking at it all wrong and I think it's because, you know, I get that in your case, you enjoyed the old Ghostbusters the way it was, right? You mean the real Ghostbusters? Yeah. The old Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. We'll, we lean on that. But however, the new and improved Ghostbusters was made for the current generation. And the I new movie that stole the name of Ghostbusters was horrendous. No, it wasn't. I personally, I think... What did you enjoy about it? The fart jokes? My kids loved the fart jokes. And you know what? For everyone that has a daughter... And she can go and watch this show and see these women fighting in New York City and saving the city. I mean, I think that's okay. I think that's a good agenda. I think it's all right for them to do that. You, you think it's okay for them to co-op everything that's been built up in the storyline so far and just dispose of it and, and not follow the storyline? I get that you don't like it, but that's fine. You can wait, you can remember. But why call this other movie that, that you want for your kids Ghostbusters? It didn't need to be called Ghostbusters. It was so far away from the original movies that it could have been given a new name. There's a Ghostbusters cartoon and kids are into the Ghostbusters, the name I'm is glad known. you brought up the cartoon because the cartoon followed the original plot. So now they're bringing it forward because kids also watch the cartoon and they're now bringing it to the big screen and it's just a reimagining and 
personally, I reimagining don't is the problem. You don't reimagine it. If you're reimagining a storyline, it's a new storyline. Give it a new name. It's cl it's a classic. It was good. They wanted to bring it into the future for the future generations to watch, and they made a few minor changes. The problem is, you wanted it to they stay made the same. Major changes. Number one, the original Ghostbusters were not children movies. And number two, they made this one in the exact same style as the Scooby-Doo movies. That's okay. The kids loved the Scooby-Doo movies and they love this one. That's fine. They can love it, but it doesn't need to be called Ghostbusters. And it is called It is not part of the Ghostbusters franchise if you're not following the franchise. But you know what? If the kids went in and loved it, then it's now become a part of the franchise and as a result, they can use that as a jump-off point because now they have the old fans that love the old movies I see. and the new fans I see that where love you're going. the current movie. Perfect. Let's talk about these new fans and how few of them there actually were that the movie was a loss and they just cut ties with it all together and moved on and went back to the original storyline. But you know what? If you actually look on the internet, we're going to do dollar for dollar here. Even if they only got 10,000 new fans... That's still 10,000 new fans. And look at what they did. They now, they're now making a new one. And the old fans love the fact that it's skipping the current one. And the new fans that are now fans to Ghostbusters are going to watch it. So, win-win. Let's be honest. There were no new fans of the 2016 Ghostbusters. And they're making the new one as an apology to everyone for the 2016 they Ghostbusters. absolutely got fans. They just didn't get as many as you'd like. And if you look on the new Ghostbusters with the whole thing, bringing in children into it, so it's also another reimagining. I'm surprised you're not complaining that this one is taking away from the old adult Ghostbusters and making it a kiddie version because that's what it's looking like. Yes. Now... That is occurring, however, it is still following the franchise's storyline. It is not throwing away the old story. It is utilizing it, building upon it, and these children are just being used to seed the next generation of Ghostbusters for films to come. And you know what I think? I, and this is why I think it's fine. Either way, the 2016 Ghostbusters brought Ghostbusters back into our minds, into our kids' minds. Now people are thinking yeah, about Ghostbusters way. again. You know, good, bad, at the end of the day, people did like it. A lot of people disliked it. OG fans disliked it, sure. But there are people there that actually liked it. So I think it's completely Nah, it's okay. kind of like the way they tried to introduce electric cars and, and made them all small and awkward and, and, and weird looking and so that people didn't like it. And when I was driving... And then they had to cut that out and bring in cars that looked more normal like Tesla. And now everybody loves electric but when cars I was drive into the office there were a few of those little small electric cars with people in it because they also some people like it no listen and i don't want to disparage them because you know people can only afford what they can afford but uh it's not going to be their top choice hey you it, know it's to each their own it's not in any event i i have i have more evidence L look at the superficial storylines that they're coming out with now all they are are supported by extreme special effects and big name actors there's, there's no plot. They, they couldn't care less about writing a story. You know, I, I want to actually agree with you on this, but I can't because you're wrong. So, cinema is evolving with society. 
People don't oh, read anymore. Oh, then what is that saying about hey, society? Exactly. You know what? Sometimes I just want to go to the cinema and I want to see some things blown up. We've got all the CGI. We've got all the action. You know, hey, sometimes I want aliens to destroy the planet and then we all go and battle them in space. That's fine. That's fine. But, you know. How's that a bad it, thing? It's getting to a point where they're all like that. They just came out with another one with, with everybody's golden child, Ryan Reynolds. They have six underground. What was the point of that movie? Oh, it was amazing. It was just driving around, high-flying action, just battling people. And like sometimes you just want to sit at mm -hmm. home in that couch and watch someone beat the hell out of someone else. It's just fun. You just want to see a building blown up. You know, it's why The Expendables is great. It's why Predator was great. Sometimes you just want no. some action. No, you messed up there. I'm sorry. Predator had a great storyline. Funny. I don't even remember it. I just remember fighting the big bad Predator. Ah, well, then that makes sense. That's why you enjoy the, the, the new direction that cinema is taking with all the superficial storylines. Because you never appreciated a deep plot from the beginning. Sometimes I appreciate a deep plot, and sometimes I just want to see fireworks. Fine. What deep plots are available for us to enjoy nowadays? Funny you should say that. You know what? I think the Joker was great in terms of deep plots. That oh, was great. Oh, really? <laughs> that one had character development, but what can you tell me about the plot? What was the actual plot? The plot, you know, is it's the descent. It's, again... It's the character development. And it's, again... Just society in a dystopian society where people aren't nice to each other and what that can lead to. At the end of the day of that, I the message I took out of that is, you know what? Maybe I should just be nicer to people. Yeah, that's not a plot. That's, that's just a moral. Yes, What exactly. would be the plot of the movie? The plot, I mean... No, a deep plot has twists, has character deceptions, has, uh, you, you know, some sort of overarching... Uh, storyline, some some uh, goal that they're trying to reach, that they're trying to obscure from, from the other people that, that are in the movie. Okay, I get what you're saying. It's 90 minutes. If I wanted a plot like that that you're referring to, I'd go read a book. I've got 90 minutes. I want to see action. Ah, but they, they were able to fit in those 90 minutes some very deep plots in movies of a previous decade. Examples? There, there's plenty of movies. Even Ghostbusters had a deep plot. What was the plot? Oh my god. You don't know the plot of Ghostbusters? Didn't care. Wow. All I remember was that the CGI in that part was terrible. I think it was... Oh, you're CGI. talking 2016? Yeah, there was no plot to that one. That was a disaster. In the original Ghostbusters, there was a plot. What was it? You, you had this, this uh, encroaching danger with, with ghosts that nobody was addressing. And then you had the, the heroes in the movie that did not see themselves as heroes. They were just out to make a buck in, in uh, New York. And as things progressed, they saw an opportunity. They were able to capitalize on it because they happened to have the, the knowledge and the skills to identify the problem and create solutions for it. Okay. And then they went ahead and not just solved the problem in a heroic fashion, but rather opened up a business to capitalize upon it and they were just thrust upon heroism as opposed to being naturally heroic themselves. They were actually just capitalists looking to support themselves 
and and it just so happened that they were able to become heroes at these at the same time. It's funny when you put it like that, you know. It's it's interesting because as you said that, I heard the parallels to the Joker, and I realized that the Joker did have a plot, and I equally realized I didn't care about it. So as far as I'm concerned, we don't need plots. And so what was the plot? You said Joker had a plot. What was this? It? The same thing you just said. Take everything you just said about ghosts and switch it to the big bad guys. Uh, make how, it cuts how and everything. And yes. as, as I as I rightfully said, there's a reason modern cinema listen, moved the way listen, it is. We, no we got one superficial cares. Storylines. Look, Terminator used to have a very deep plot, very deep, to the point where it required multiple timelines. Now with the new Terminator, what do you have? You have the wrong character saying, I'll be back. Yeah, and I want to agree with you on that, but you're wrong, because guess what? If I remember correctly, everyone hated everything after ter when Terminator 2 came out, they hated it. When the other Terminators came out, they loved the previous ones and hated the previous, the, every other one. It's, it's just the way it is. No one liked it then. So, you know, the director What do you decided, mean? I like Terminator 1. I like Terminator 2. Can't stand 2. Can't stand 1. Don't care for it. What you was know wrong what? with 2? I'll be back. Don't care for it. I mean, wh what does it even... What did it even matter? What was Sarah Connor doing? In Wasn't... She, it, with I'll her be back's small, main, yeah. main thing was in Terminator what, 1. What was she doing with her small hands in Terminator 2 trying to... Be, <laughs> that wasn't realistic at all. None of that was realistic. The point is they realized that they could do without it. And I am fine with that. Modern cinema is here to entertain me, and I am entertained. I don't need your plot. Show me stuff blowing up. As I said, if I want a plot, I'll read a book. You want to see stuff blowing up? Yes. Just, just go outside on July 4th. No. I can't. Or go to the modern cinema. Either way, 700 to 1.2 billion on these movies with superficial storylines supported by extreme special effects shows me that it's the right way to go. We're completely okay with it. That's what we want to see in 90 minutes. And we've reached our time limit. What do you think our positions really are? 